Uh, not too much has been happening with me, honestly. Just, you know, general shit, job being like, hey, you want to do everything, but we're not paying you anymore. And you just didn't want to do no and more. I'm just like, oh, man, that's I'm straight. <laughs> that's a bummer. <laughs> that's, that's wild. Yeah, I feel like once every three months, they're just like, hey, you don't happen to want to do like twice as much for no more money, do you? And hey, I'm you like, wouldn't oh, mind. No, I'm good. You wouldn't mind coming in on Saturday. It's like, it's oh, maybe yeah. No, on I Sunday, would. too, would you? No, I would. I for sure would. Are you sure? For real? Yeah. Yeah. It mean a lot to the company. Oh, I don't care. I don't care about what the company means. To, what, what means anything to the company? Like, Y'all going to fire me? No. Okay. Oh, shucks. <laughs> well, damn. Tiddlywinks. I, we missed him this time. <laughs> I've just been stumbling. I've just been like stumbling through this week because we, the get down was so strong. Yeah. On, um, the Sunday before Memorial Day that like I it's been like three days and I think I'm finally over the hump over. Yeah. Back to normal. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We got we got we got down on Memorial. I mean, like we we went to the river. We I took it the seriously. River. Yeah. I took the get down seriously. <laughs> yeah, you got to really put your effort in. I did. And I, you know, we 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 got we I had fun preparing for the get down with y'all, like mm-hmm. getting items uh, for the kicker. And then I then I was like. It was like a mission. It was an unspoken mission that I just assumed as soon as I got to the party where I was going to eat and drink as much as I could. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it was, it's, it's, it's you know, effort. a reason. It takes, you know, it takes work to, to have a party and to. I almost feel like what went on for those of us that did take it as seriously as myself was like, was a dis, an expert level of display of hedonism that takes decades to get right yeah because you try that in your 20s you're throwing up everywhere you're passed (laughs) out you know like it took me till 33 to really be able to go as hard as i did and pace myself so well so that i'm i'm at 12 30 happily in a lift yeah on my way back home (laughs) where i sleep soundly in my bed unable to speak right don't but, speak, but very happy. No one knew what I was thinking. Just kind of a, a just a, a contented hum. Yeah, just like mm. that's all that was going on in my head. <laughs> that's, that's it. Mm. It's like, what do you think about Tarver? Mm. Mm. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. I was just not even a. Mm-hmm. It's just like mm-hmm. mm. it's one note. Yeah, mm. <laughs> that's all. Everybody be talking to me. I just. Mm. <laughs> And his disrespect, for he is pleading the case of the prosecution by his contempt for all that is holy. I object, I object, I object. On what grounds is it possible that something is holy to the celebrated agnostic? Yes. The individual human mind. In a child's power to master the multiplication table, there is more sanctity than in all your shouted amens and holy holies and hosannas. Welcome to Tap Snaps. Uh-oh. It's Liam in the building. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Blake is uh uh Blake is Blake is out this week. He 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 hurt himself. Well, he hurt himself, you know, his pride. He he did he is in uh, Guatemala, yeah, uh, trying to build um, a system of government down there, mm-hmm. um, only to find out that the government they currently have not he, not super happy about it, not super happy about it, not but jazz. also not super in need of his help. So <laughs> yeah. he felt he felt rejected, and so he's he should be back next week. But. Yeah, he's got. Um, he really just decided to take the cult thing to its natural conclusion. Right. So hopefully after this week, it'll be done. You know, we can we can move on to like maybe it's just maybe a different hypothetical. At least I'll say this for him. Revisit. He's been saying the same hypothetical this whole time. At least he's putting his money where his mouth is. You know, and I'm glad to see it. Honestly, the follow through mm-hmm. is is commendable. It's respectable, and I do respect and commend him for it. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, I'm Liam Kelly, and I am join join me by oh uh, join me by that fragrance not yet named on the the tip of the the tongue of some great perfum perfumier perfumier a, a guy that makes perfume a perfumier i'm the next great fragrance i think fragrance. i think it's called like that's it yeah i can't do that wait maybe i can <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> anyway, a little ASMR to begin with. Yeah, this is Tap Snaps. You know it because it's the show that you're listening to right now. Um, <laughs> you can check us out online uh, at Tap Snaps Podcast on Instagram, uh, Tap Snaps Three on Twitter. And uh, you're not gonna check us out on Twitter. Yeah, it's fine. You really don't need to check Twitter, and uh, you Facebook, whatever. Fuck it. You know, it's cool, but do Patreon. or don't, I don't care. But patreon.com slash tap snaps is where you can get a bunch of exclusive content, including our early episodes, our watch alongs. We've been doing kind of stream style episodes where we watch Bonanza and talk mad shit. So those yeah. are really fun. Um, and um, also just yesterday, the first episode of the second season of the cult of classics dropped. That's me and Tarver's movie podcast. It's already out. It is already out um, on the day of the release of oh, this, right. of this okay. episode. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, check it out. The first episode is up. It is um, uh, Lamberto Bava's Demons from 1985. It's pretty cool. Old so, choice to go with that one first. You know, it's the first episode that we recorded, and I listened to it a little bit today. I'm honestly, I'm pretty proud of it. I think it's yeah. really funny. Yeah. Um, speaking of things that are, like, funny but not in, in, a, in a terrifying way, yeah. from the AP... Feds, Seattle man arrested trying to join ISIS terror group. Got caught. Got got. Got got. <laughs> Fucking up, boy. <laughs> William Reeds. A 20-year-old Seattle man is facing a terrorism-related charge after being arrested while trying to board a flight to join the Islamic State group the U.S. Justice Department said Tuesday. Elvin Hunter Bgorn Williams, <laughs> Williams was arrested Friday at Seattle-Tacoma International Airport as he checked in for a flight to Cairo, according to a criminal complaint unsealed Tuesday in U.S. District Court in Seattle. The complaint said members of a Seattle-area mosque who had been trying to de-radicalize Williams were the ones who tipped off the FBI that he continued to espouse violence and extremism. Williams made the initial video appearance in court Tuesday on a charge of providing material support to a terrorist organization. Corey Endo, an assistant federal public defender, was appointed to represent him, and he was ordered uh, detained pending further proceedings. Endo declined to comment after the hearing. Last November, a member of the mosque, which is not identified in court papers, contacted the agency to report concerns about Williams, FBI Special Agent David Narentz wrote in the complaint. As an act of charity, the mosque had been looking after him in an attempt to de-radicalize him, helping give him a place to live, food, and tuition for a semester of college. Members of the mosque also gave him a cell phone and laptop and hoped the items would help him find a job, the complaint said. But they also made clear he would have to abandon ISIS if he wanted help. <laughs> Pretty reasonable demand. A member of the mosque subsequently saw Williams using the phone to watch ISIS-related videos and to engage in extreme extremist online chats and demanded the phone back, Narence wrote. Members of this mosque reviewed the phone and were disturbed by what they found. Graphically violent videos, including beheadings by ISIS militants and bomb-making instructions. The FBI opened an investigation and enlisted the help of several confidential informants, including some who messaged with Williams about his plans and others who posed as ISIS recruiters. In messages cited in the complaint, Williams discussed his willingness to become a martyr, his preference for fighting in the desert over the jungle, his fervent wish to behead someone, and his concern that would be he would be arrested at the airport. When he was arrested at the airport, at the, airport. The, the complaint said, Williams agreed to speak with investigators. The complaint quotes him as saying he intended to become an, quote, executioner or a, quote, machine gunner. Quote, it doesn't matter what you guys do to me, I get rewarded for it, Williams said, according to the complaint. He added, quote, I want to die. We love our deaths more than you love your lives. Yeah. The only problem is that you're not going to die. Yeah. You're going to spend the rest of your life in a prison. You're going to go to jail. A big time prison. He's like, you going to kill me? And they're like, no. No. Dummy. <laughs> like You're going to go to jail. It's like, you know what will probably de-radicalize you is spending a few years in federal prison. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it'll radicalize you in a different direction. Yeah. You'll be like, oh, man. Whew. What I was doing was not radical. Yeah. <laughs> what they're doing to me is radical. <laughs> <laughs> like, welcome to prison. It's radical. <laughs> like, You're going to love it here. 
Uh, yeah, we're going to deprogram you real quick. There's some harsh per- patriots in prison. prison. Like mm-hmm. those kind of dudes that are just like, you say anything about me, I'll break your fucking jaw. Yeah. And just, they will. They, that's why they're there. They did break people's jaws. Yeah, because they're the kind of motherfuckers that'll just haul off and break your jaw. Yeah. So that this is going to be hilarious. My first take on this was always going to do a little character and be like, once again, Judeo-Christians have solved the, the, the crime of the evil Muslim and brought him <laughs> to justice. It's like, but no, it was the, the mosque that he went to. Yeah. That took him in first and was like, hey, dumbass, little white boy. <laughs> um, I, I don't know if he's white, but his, his name does sound white. Yeah. Well, his, his name, name sounds is, Scandinavian. He, he was set up for failure with the name Elvin Hunter Bjorn Williams. Yes, you're right. He absolutely was set up for failure. Yeah. His, his parents were way too into fantasy. And um, I mean, Elvin Hunter is... Come on. It's ridiculous. Don't do that to your kid. Don't make him Elven Hunter. You're lucky all he did was try to join ISIS. But they took him in and they said, you know, hey, little white boy, stop trying to join this radical thing and we'll teach you about actual Islam and not whatever nonsense you've read uh, online. Yeah. And they're the ones that like <laughs> tried to get him a fucking job. <laughs> like gave him tools to try to get a job, even though I mean, you take one look at that kid and he, he never gonna work for anybody. No, uh, I mean you couldn't have anybody like that work for you, obviously. But man, why do they always have the worst struggle beards? I don't know. I just I was looking them up, and I'm really. Is there something about having a bad struggle beard that maybe brings you to the radicalization? I think, I think there could be. I think like you to to have like such a a large gap between your bottom lip and where the hair starts on your chin, where like there's like. Like a, almost a square foot of just open real estate. I know like, there are no, plenty of struggle beard kings out there, but I am just I'm so I'm. But yeah. I am saying that I have noticed in the last couple psychos that I've seen. It's a trend. I've seen some struggle beards. It's a trend. Struggle, hashtag struggle beard. It's struggle beard psycho. Correlation, right not causation. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. There is some correlation now. <laughs> when it's more, when they're fine. When it's more, they're fine. Yeah, no, I mean, this. I'm sure these people are like, hey, do you want to like actually know about our religion and not just like use us as scapegoats so that you can say violent edgelord shit? Yeah, so you can be a little insane edgelord. Like, and he's just like, nah, nah. I'll take you, I'll take a phone though. Thanks for like, you know, giving me all this stuff to help <laughs> me through my life, including like shelter and food and tuition for school. And yeah. like, and he's just like, but he's like, I still wanted to, I want to behead people. He's, I think he's, in this kid's case, he's probably I'm sure he's like into the ISIS ideology as much as, as much as he needs to be to justify his, like his going over there. But he, really, he just wants to chop somebody's head off. Like yeah. this kid's just a violent, unwell kid. Right. He, he has, He's real militant and it <laughs> breathing heavy, my boy. Oh but my god! It, it um, <laughs> I was like, damn, did a, a gust of wind just blow? Through the <laughs> I had to channel Blake. Not me, I'm like, oh! <laughs> but he, you know, I don't feel like it's that big of a jump if someone is super militant in America to go. It's it's like your what religion do you choose? Like if you're super, like super super militant, like super, mm-hmm. it doesn't feel like that hard of a jump to make. Like, I feel like if you, once you're on that path, you could go like, I'm Christian, super militant. I'm yeah. Islamic, super militant. And like yeah. you can radicalize for on a religion for those two seem to be the main pivoting points. Yeah, for sure. That's what I'm saying is that what I, what I really was trying to say in some weird way was that, <laughs> that like you said, it, it's really not about it being Muslim or Islam. That was just the vehicle to be his super militant yeah. self or what he wants to be yeah because you can find fringe chapters of any religion sized organization that will cater to you i'm sure this kid has like they they mentioned you know his his thoughts in high like he got flagged in high school because he was really on the side of the the terrorists who uh did the shooting at the Ariana Grande concert. He was mm-hmm. like, she said something to the effect of like, she deserved, they deserve it because of she how dresses. she's dressed. Yeah. Yeah. Like weird modesty stuff probably spends a lot of time online. That like, modesty vein has many disgusting branches. Yeah. I think is really what I, yeah. The core of what I'm getting at is that modesty vein can go in a lot of nasty ways. Mm-hmm. It, it really can. You can like, you can have little capillary offshoots, like little incels and yeah. towels and you can, you can get the deep, deep 
conservative um, militant or the deep, deep Islamic militant. Mm -hmm. It just has a lot of nasty veins. This kid took just an interesting turn in that he went the ISIS route. Right. That's the always the most notable. Right. Because if this was like, this was like a, you know, the Proud Boy would have been a clear little offshoot. Proud yeah. Boys. Yeah. Like they've been like, a, hey, yeah, of course. The, we see the struggle beard. We get it, man. The camo fatigues. Like, it's like you want to, I mean, a trip to Cairo is way more expensive than like a bulletproof vest and 17 yeah. guns. And down, <laughs> you know, uh, Broward County, Florida, and you're, you're, where you'd be safe and happy. It's like, or wherever you are, they're everywhere. They are everywhere. They're all over the place. Like they you don't everywhere. have to travel. And yeah. you can go, you can cosplay, you can get out. And, you know, he's like, but I want to actually behead someone. I'm like, ah. And they're like, well, mm. can't come to our group. They, no. you know, at the, at the, <laughs> at the militant job fair, <laughs> you know, the job bazaar, they are like, well, sorry. He's like, I mean, kept moving. He's like, I, my, really, my focus of study was the beheading. And they're like, well, you, you, that's not us. That's yeah. not what we do. You got to rush ISIS. You know, I mean, if you rope, you know, maybe we could do something, <laughs> you know, but like we can't really work with this, the sword thing. That's never been our bag. No, we can't. Yeah. We don't even, we don't, we don't like the logistics. We don't like the cleanup. It's just, it's a, you know, it's a messy. brand, it's a brand thing. It's a brand identity <laughs> thing. Like, you know, that's never been our thing. We associate that with the people that we, you know, sometimes like to mm -hmm. do thing to, mm -hmm. you know. <laughs> but what a piece of shit I, I'm, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm always happy whenever they catch these motherfuckers That want to go join ISIS Some little It's always it's almost always a white kid But like some little yeah. like white kid that wants to go Join ISIS On a um, 20 year old It's like way to throw your life in the trash my guy And, and way, to, <laughs> way to be like I'm afraid they're going to get me at the airport You're like, Yeah they're going to get you it's at like, the airport It's like hey how are you You're, you're so close Yeah, like, <laughs> You're so close You're just like hmm this seems like it seemed like pretty easy to join ISIS. Yeah. I think it might have been a little too easy for me to join ISIS. Yeah. Like maybe I should have flown to Cairo before I started trying to join ISIS. It's probably a little yeah. bit easier over there. Like but, you know, mental illness and uh and and critical Maturity, thinking skills yeah. don't don't usually go uh go hand in hand. Well, he is, uh, you know, he's all, he's all done. Mm -hmm. I'll tell you that. No, there's no judge in the country that won't absolutely throw the book at you. Oh yeah. Well, that's the, the most interesting thing about ISIS. It's like, Hey, if you are trying to join like the terrorist group that specifically America deals like, like yeah. especially like every conservative judge, every liberal judge, like every, anybody you're going to go see yeah. is going to be like, Oh, Fuck ISIS. Yeah. And fuck you. <laughs> and fuck you for trying to join them. Enjoy jail. Like, like enjoy deep prison. Yeah. <laughs> it's all over for him. Yeah. I, 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 yeah. Goodbye. We got to send Blake in undercover to, to get, I feel like that would actually be a really good job for Blake to go in and like catch people trying to join ISIS. Yeah. Actually, that would be a fantastic job for Blake. Yeah. To be like, to go undercover, like we could send him in I and mean, he could be like an all purpose player. He could get, he could go under. You couldn't cover. get a better guy, FBI. If you're listening, yeah, this is your man. Straight up, Incel, Megtow, ISIS. Like, he can he can wear so many hats so yeah. fast, and All he doesn't wear. You know, to be clear, Blake, I don't I don't think Blake wears any of them right no, now. No, no, but he could wear them all. Of course, well. he doesn't. Yeah, but he could function in that space. Yes. Yes. Like he's the got the years of four chan under his belt. He can yeah. function in that space, no prob. Like. Yeah. Do I, th how long do I, th how, how high do I think the learning curve is for, for Blake to learn how to impersonate an ISIS recruiter? Like two degrees. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I think it's like, yeah. a, it's not even a, because you can imply the fundamentals that you already know. Yeah. They're there. You know, the fundamentals, the fundamentals are strong. The core is there. The core is there. <laughs> <laughs> we did. I think we just, I'm really sad Blake's not here because. Yeah. I'd love to have told him that his dream job is just around the corner. Yeah. He needs to, who would have thought it would be law enforcement? Yeah. But you know, the feds are a different class. Yeah. And this is the kind of righteous thing that Blake would definitely get on involved in. I think you should do it, Blake. When you listen to this episode, he's put in your application. All right. <laughs> if you don't listen, then I'll never tell you. <laughs> this is the only time you hear of it. Anyway, uh, speaking of things that are very easy to hear, from clickorlando.com, quote, unbelievable. Children 12 and 14 use AK-47, other guns, and shooting rampage on Volusia deputies. 
This shit's wild. This is nuts. <laughs> this is a wild story. <sighs> Liam reads. Maybe what's in there wild? I feel sexy as fuck. Two foster children broke into a Volusia County home Tuesday night, then used the guns they found inside the residence, including an AK-47, to repeatedly fire at deputies for about 30 minutes, according to sheriff's officials. The Volusia County Sheriff's Office said 12-year-old Travis O'Brien and 14-year-old Nicole Jackson faced felony charges of attempted first-degree murder of law enforcement officers and armed burglary. Quote, so the deputies in the Deltona area go out looking for this 12-year-old and this 14-year-old because the 12-year-old is insulin dependent and the 12-year-old... And the 12-year-old, if he doesn't get his medication within four hours, it's going to be a critical medical emergency, Volusia County Sheriff Mike Chitwood said. Deputies were near a trail when a resident approached and said glass was heard shattering at a nearby home. When deputies went to the residence, they noticed obvious signs of forced entry. Quote, and the amazing thing is they don't do what I would have done. I would have walked in because I have an eyewitness telling me two juveniles just forced their way into a home, Chitwood said. They take a step back and, con and contact the homeowner and say... Should anybody have access to your home as resources are pouring in to surround the property? The homeowner had recently left and said no one should be at the residence, but there was an AK-47, a pump shotgun, a handgun, and 200 rounds of ammunition inside, records show. Deputies said the children grabbed the guns and opened at fire at deputies at about 8.30 p.m. They also used baseball bats to destroy furniture, toilets, and a tub, according to the authorities. Quote, the 14-year-old comes out of the garage with a pump shotgun, levels it at deputies, and despite warnings to drop it, she walked back into the garage. She comes back a second time, and that's when deputies open fire after taking multiple rounds, Chitwood said. This so. is a fucking clusterfuck. First off, shout yeah. out to Sherilyn, Florida. Shout out to Sherilyn. You always, you always be our, in our hearts, <laughs> our number do -do -do one. All that wild ass shit in Florida. This wasn't Broward County, though. No. I don't think. But it, nonetheless, um, definitely something for, what's that name? Hard, Harmony Quint Corinne? Yeah. His yeah. next film. This sounds like a Harmony <laughs> Corinne film. Harmony is just like, ooh. Y'all read my script. Yeah. <laughs> um, He's like, I love kids doing bad shit. Yeah, that's, that's his thing. Um, wild fucking events. I... I understand the the sheriff's like really emotional reaction. I don't know if you saw I saw yeah, that. I did see the video. Um he was just like he was he made a really good point. He was like, How does this fucking twelve year old even know how to shoot an AK forty seven? Yeah. He's like, I didn't know how to shoot an AK forty seven when I was twelve. He's like, They're reloading it. Yeah. Like, damn. Yeah. These kids are you know, like also they sound like the kids off the boondock, like yeah, or the the, the viral clip they did play on the boondocks. It's like I just like doing bad shit with my friends, yeah, 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 yeah gangster yeah. shit with my friends. Yeah. Um, I smoke, yeah, I smoke some cigarettes. <laughs> and uh, the scene is is just wild when you when you visualize these kids firing at deputies, yeah, and them being the reason they're looking for is trying to save one of their lives, yeah. Well, and they you know they act in. A way that like the the the, the chit this guy uh, the the county Chitwood. sheriff Mike Chitwood he was really like going out of his way to express how impressed he was with the restraint that of, they showed that they showed that these officers showed that they didn't just like start blasting at these mm -hmm. kids which like yeah fuck yeah I mean you're in a shootout granted yeah what a wild emotional experience that must be to be in a shootout with a 12 year old and a right. 14 year old, you yeah. know, like, but I think the deputies did the right thing. You know, obviously they drilled that 14 year old. Well, they shot, they shot her. Yeah. But she lived. She lived. Yeah. Yeah. But they shot her. They shot her. I th it seems like only at the last possible, right. they gave her a lot of time. Yeah. I mean like you can't, and then, you know, the, the, the thing that I, that also hit home with me that, that Mike Chitwood said was that he's like, I'm really like, he's like, I'm going to go home and pray and thank God that like, I'm not going to one of my officers homes tonight and telling his family that an officer died, which was killed by a 12 year old. Like, right. you know, what an insane thing that would be. That's just, a, it's like, there's a clusterfuck of a scenario. Yeah. It was like, a, uh, they did the best they could. I give them for sure. Yeah. Like I, I, I this story could have ended so much worse. Yeah. It's, really insane that it didn't way differently either way yeah like um, i think probably the fact that they were 12 and 14 i'm sure mean, they held restraint because of that yeah well and also like that's probably another reason why they weren't hitting much is because they're yeah. like 
14 year olds typically like a AK 47 is a huge gun. It's a big gun. It's a, sure. it's tough to shoot. Like who knows how they were, you know, how accurate they could be. I just wonder what was going on with these kids. They have some serious, uh, issues yeah. and they're, you know, I, I will say, you know, we, we talk, we talk about it like modern, um, brain, brain science and psychology shows that, you know, you're, you're, you're not, uh, you're, the empathy part of your brain isn't fully formed you yeah. well in your twenties. And, you know, we all remember as kids, we were shittier than we are now. Hopefully yeah. we've gotten better since we were children. Yeah. Usually by a lot, <laughs> but there were always alarm bells and there were always like, you know, breaks where, you know, if you were doing something bad, you'd be like, well, stop now, like mm-hmm. at, at a certain point, but these kids don't have those, those yeah. breaks aren't there. Yeah. So they need some serious, cause I'm not willing to go ahead I know, like some people, are like they're monsters. Like Chit would call them, yeah, call them monsters. Call and them said, evil, yeah, and evil. And I'm like that. That is an emotional reaction on the day. Yeah, you know, I have the ability sitting here and making Georgia not being completely disconnected. Yeah, completely disconnected from it. And I look at it. I'm like, they're not monsters. They're yeah. kids. Now, could they become monsters? For sure. The groundwork yeah. is there. I mean, yeah, and I if think they, we've taken steps in yeah, that direction. In that direction. Yeah, but they still have time. I would say to seek some very serious treatment. Yeah. He, he, and I started off by saying like, I understand he had an emotional reaction because he goes on this long rant against, um, the reform system yeah. in Florida. And I don't know the particulars of the reform as an idea. I believe that reform justice is the correct way to go. Yeah. A, a justice system that is focused in reform and not in, um, punitive and, and not into punishment. Uh, but I don't, I, I clearly, um, I think there's been some mismanagement in the juvenile system that these children were in. He mentioned having to go there like 284 times. Yeah. To this uh, particular juvenile. To their, there's a, they were at a Methodist home. A Methodist home. Um, yeah. I mean, I definitely would look into the, the facility. Yeah. He said, I mean, he says it's a failed facility. I don't think that means that the theory that they're trying to apply has failed, but I mean, like, you know, maybe we start asking some larger questions about like who's staffing these facilities, what kind of resources they have, how many children they have, because yeah. like there are no, there aren't like orphanages, you know, right? like in America, there's just the foster care system. And as we can see, it's pretty fucked up. It is fucked up. A lot of the time. Like, there's there's shit that goes wrong. There's kids that fall through the cracks. There's kids that are abused. Like, we don't we have no idea what was going on with these kids. I think it's it's I mean, yeah. On the right after they just got done shooting two hundred rounds at from an with an AK forty seven at cops. You might call them evil. You might call them evil. Like if you were there, if it was your guys. Right, right. If you're you, one been shot at, yeah. yeah. But like also they're still children. Like they're kids. They're kids. They're they, I don't know if you like one. How do you not have your fucking AK in a gun safe? Yeah. Jesus Christ. Jesus like this Christ. homeowner. Yeah. I don't, I got to say it for real. If you have an AK 47 and a pump fucking shotgun and two kids can just casually get that shit out yeah. in 200 rounds of ammunition and none of it's locked up. Yeah. Well, and fuck? you have a glass door to your house. Yeah. Like <laughs> what, what the fuck is that? I understand. Like some people like, I understand keeping like a handgun or something out if you're trying to like have home defense if you want it quickly available if you don't have kids in your home or whatever right but like to just have a fucking like a semi-automatic assault rifle and 200 rounds of ammunition and a fucking banana clip yeah like <laughs> out and just ready to to like just cool to be grabbed by whoever like what are you doing how are you rocking out? And you leave and you don't lock it up. Like you leave your home and you're just like, anybody who wants my, it's probably like, I mean, shit, an AK 47 has got to be at least like a thousand dollars, $1,500, even like knockoffs, I think are like 500, something like that. And guns are cheap. Yeah. Yeah. I mean like, who knows how much that's just like on, a, on an actual AK. Yeah. I don't know. But a friend expensive. of mine got a Wasser that shot the same round for like 500 bucks. But for that, that's cheap. That's cheap. But like, still five hundred. You wouldn't just leave. Would you leave five hundred bucks cash just like laying on your coffee table if you went out of town? No, 
probably want to put that put that up somewhere. Not unless I was like rich, rich. Yeah. Or if like it was like five hundred dollars, and it was like if you spend this five hundred dollars, you can kill someone. Yeah. <laughs> like somebody Jesus. could die every time you spend one of these dollars. Somebody could die. That's like what the jar says. I'm like, I don't want to. Spend <laughs> like, I don't want to let me touch that. You just like ass. I leave it out yeah. for anybody to find and touch. It's like a monkey's paw. <laughs> He's like, oh, children got it. Oh, oh no. Yeah, that's 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 wonky, but yeah, I I mean, I hope these these children learn what they did. I I, I don't know if they they fully grasp what they did. Um, who knows? There's yeah. no way to know. But it, my God, what <laughs> an insane night that they just had and those deputies had. Yeah, I'm sure they're all super glad to be going home. Super glad not to get cat by a kid like yeah. fucking Omar that's on the wire. That's crazy that everybody lived. Yeah. Just like Omar on the wire. Yep. <laughs> he was such a badass and he got got by a kid. Yep. But that's, uh, he pro- they probably got that, the writers, from um, The Shootist with John Wayne. Because that's kind of what, that's what John, sa- John says in the beginning of the film where mm-hmm. he's like, he's like, it's not the badass that's calling everybody out that you got to worry about. It's like, it's the dude behind you. It's like the little drunkard that like comes up and just shoots you after all the shooting's done yeah and that's how he gets caught by the bartender in the film yep yep or the uh blazing saddles version of that with gene wilder it's just like hear a voice behind me say reach for the sky mister turn around face to face with a 10 year old kid threw my guns down walked away Little bastard shot me in the ass. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, shout out to Sherilyn. Shout out. From CNN. A man accused of killing an iguana wanted the charge dismissed based on stand your ground law. A judge said no. What a great headline. (laughs) (laughs) Like the, the, the image I just have is of like this iguana like taking a step forward on his lawn and he's like, don't you step one more step. <laughs> and the iguana's just like, what the fuck are you going to do about it? <laughs> They're both drunk. <laughs> like, I knew you'd be trouble when you came over here with them tech caddies. Yeah. Greenwood. Greenwood is the iguana. Okay. <laughs> You're a person you always been, Elwood. <laughs> PJ. Anyway, Liam reads. A Florida man accused of killing an iguana last year wanted a charge of animal cruelty dismissed on the basis of the state's stand your ground law. A judge has denied this motion. P.J. Nalaja Patterson was arrested after accusedly, allegedly beating, dragging, and kicking a three-foot iguana in Lake Worth, Florida, on September 2nd, 2020, according to a probable cause affidavit. The animal died as Palm Beach County Animal Care and Control was transporting it to be euthanized, according to the affidavit. Patterson's attorneys filed a motion to dismiss the charge, but Judge Jeffrey Gillen denied the motion on Friday. In their motion, Patterson's attorneys Frank Vasconcelos and Carrie Hogwalt said their client was trying to save an iguana from getting run over by cars. When he brought it to safety, a crowd agitated the animal and bit his right arm when he tried to move it, according to the motion. It says he then, quote, kicked the iguana as far as he could. Patterson had to get 22 staples in his arm because of the bite, according to the motion. Quote, in the case, in this case, Patterson's acted in a reasonable manner under all the circumstances because the wild iguana was the first to engage with physical violence during the account, the encounter, his attorneys wrote. Florida's stand your ground law states deadly force can be used if a person, quote, reasonably, reasonably believes that using or threatening to use such force is necessary to prevent imminent death or great bodily harm. In this case, Patterson's attorneys said the animal was the first to engage in aggression, so Patterson had a right to defend himself. Video evidence cited by the state. Assistant State Attorney uh, Alexandra Dorman wrote in response to the motion to dismiss the entire episode was captured in a 32-minute surveillance video. Excuse me. She wrote that the video shows how Patterson tormented the iguana, which, quote, was not bothering anyone and did not pose a threat to anyone. She said there was no provocation or, and no justification for the actions. According to the aff- affidavit, Dr. Virginia Sayer of Animal Control pr- performed a necropsy, which found the iguana had a lacerated liver, fractured pelvis, blood in its mouth, blood in its abdomen, and a lacerated tongue. 
Sayer also wrote the iguana's fatal in- fatal injuries were, quote, painful and terrifying. What a piece of shit. Yeah. This guy just beat, beat an iguana, iguana to death. Like, <laughs> at a different point in the article, it... <laughs> It, his his attorneys continue with his side of the story that like the iguana he thought the iguana had like injected venom right 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 so he then like after kicking it far away from him he then took it upon himself to go run it down and beat it to death he's like yeah. I had to stop it but like they're like first of all the state of ground doesn't apply to fucking iguanas yeah you <laughs> this is Florida again so shout out shout out to Sharon. Sharon. But like they're like, hey, he came, he he started it. It's like, yeah, he's an animal. He's a it's an iguana. It's an iguana, my guy. Like, yeah. What did he say? Did you did you did he say something cross to you? What happened? <laughs> yeah. Like they're like, no, I touched him and he bit me. They're like, well, yeah, dummy, don't pick up a random iguana. And he's just like, well, he shouldn't have bit me. It's just like again, he doesn't know that he's just an animal. He's, he's an iguana. He's scared. Yeah, he's, he bites you. He bites you. So you, you let him go. You let him go. You're like, ah, I touched you too much. Yeah. And then you leave. And then you leave and he goes <laughs> on with his life. And the iguana goes on living. You don't just. And everyone knows an iguana isn't venomous. And especially if you live in that part of Florida where they be chilling mm-hmm. and might be walking around. Well, and if you're this guy, probably not your first tango with an iguana. Isn't it out in the Keys where they just like be walking around? Yeah. I'm pretty sure you've got in the Keys like iguanas will just. They just be hanging out. They're just chilling. They don't fuck with nobody. Yeah. This guy's a fucking moron. <laughs> yeah. I really hope that he I gets... Go, I think he's going to go to to prison for animal cruelty. Yeah. Which is what he fucking deserves. I mean, you can get up to like five years. He should. Yeah. He beat an innocent iguana to death. Yeah. Fuck you, dog. And fuck your little silly defense. We just going <laughs> to clown you for it. Talking about stand your ground. I'm like, iguana didn't charge you down, first of all. <laughs> no, like That's only for people. You yeah. can kill people. You can... <laughs> Another cool thing about yeah, Florida. Yeah. Like, hey, that only works if you kill a human that yeah. you're scared of. Especially a black or brown one. Yeah. And they're like, not a not a helpless iguana. Like, we know the iguana didn't do anything to yeah. you. It's an iguana. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the judge dismissed his complaint saying simply, it's an iguana. It's an iguana. <laughs> you dummy. You dumbass. They're like the most domesticated of fucking lizards. Why did you touch it? They're like dog. I mean, they they just be hanging out. Yeah, he's like he was gonna get run over. I had to help him. It's like okay. It's like and then he bit me. It's like okay. That yeah, that tracks. And then you beat him to death. So you're real lame. Yeah. Really? And now you oh, shitty. You gonna go to jail? Now? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's, and like, he's just like, no, I'm staying in my ground. Like it's an animal. You <laughs> like, what the fuck are you talking about? How many times do I was like, I can keep explaining it to you, but I can't understand it for you. You're a piece of shit. You got to go to jail. That's it. <laughs> do you have some time to think about it? Cases is missed. Yeah. <laughs> I sent it to you to some extra time for being a raw dumbass. Just a stone cold, stupid ass piece of trash. <laughs> I feel bad for the iguana. I yeah. Killed by a fucking. I do too. Piece of shit. Imagine if that was like your pet iguana. Yeah. Be mad as a motherfucker. I'd, yeah, I'd have whooped him. Yeah. They'd just be like, well, he started. <laughs> then they shoot me. Yeah. Then they shoot me. Well, then, or then, like, he comes up to you. You're like, oh, you're trying to kill my pet iguana. And then he comes up to you, like, trying to get you off. And then you just you shoot him. He's trying to get me off. I'm yeah. like, hey, I don't really need you to try to get me off. <laughs> and then you're like, well, I think it's that, that, what's that viral video. The guy's like, I'll beat your dick into the ground. Yeah. He's like, I'll beat your dick into the ground. I'm like, you're going to beat my dick? That sounds pretty gay. And he's like, I think he says, he's like, I'm going to beat your dick off. I'm going to beat your dick. (laughs) I'm going to beat your fucking dick off. You know what I'm saying? Like you go up and you're like, Hey, get out of my iguana. And then he just like, he rushes you and you're like, now I stood my ground. I stood my ground. And my iguana has a little gun and it puts it away. too. He stood his ground. Like in this case, the iguana could have stood its ground. Yeah. And the law would have applied to the iguana, but not to you again. Not to you. Because it's an iguana. It's an iguana. Oh shit! R.I.P. Mr. Iguana. R.I.P. to a, to a king. I'm sure he was just doing his thing. And hopefully, this justice is served, and future iguana killers learn from this example. Yeah.
You did not take the words right out of my mouth, PJ. You are a piece mm-hmm. of shit. Fuck you, PJ. Well, we got a, we got we got a little time left. You want to talk about you know Biden suspending oil leases in Alaska's Arctic refuge? Yeah, sure. You can hit it with a quick little Liam Reeves. <laughs> The move reverses a drilling program approved by the Trump administration and revives a political fight over a remote region that is home to wildlife. The Biden administration on Tuesday suspended oil and gas leases in Alaska's Arctic National Wildlife Refuge, reversing a drilling program approved by the Trump administration and reviving a political fight over a remote region that is home to polar bears and other wildlife and a rich reserve of oil. The order by Interior Secretary Deb Haaland follows a temporary moratorium on oil and gas lease activities imposed by President Joe Biden on his first day in office. Biden's January 20th executive order suggested a new environmental review was needed to address possible legal flaws in a drilling program approved by the Trump administration under a 2017 law enacted by Congress. After conducting a required review, Interior said it, quote, identified defects in the underlying record of decisions supporting the leases, including a lack of analysis of a reasonable range of alternatives required under the National Environmental Policy Act, a bedrock environmental law. The remote 19.6 million acre refuge is home to polar bears, caribou, snowy owls, and other wildlife, including migrating birds from six continents. Republicans in the oil industry have long been trying to open up the oil-rich refuge, which is considered sacred by the indigenous uh, Gwich'in, I believe it's pronounced, for drilling. Democrats, environmental groups, and some Alaska Native tribes have been trying to block it. Environmental groups and Democrats Democrats cheered the Interior Department order, while Alaska's all-Republican congressional delegation slammed it as misguided and illegal. Uh, And that's, I mean, that's essentially the gist. Um, Yeah. There, uh, I do think it was interesting that the guy who was the president, or the, uh, the, who was in charge of the EPA, in 2017 was this guy <laughs> called Scott Pruitt yeah. <laughs> who had to resign in disgrace because of all these ethical, <laughs> ethical problems. But like he was such a staunch anti-environmentalist for so long. And it's like, it's of course, this is the guy yeah. that Trump puts in charge of the EPA. <laughs> like this guy was, he was under like by 2018, he's under, under like investigation by like 20 different groups. And like, he's, he's literally like sued all sorts of like he sued the EPA multiple times before mm-hmm. and he's like taking like I forget when he was uh he was I think he was attorney general of Oklahoma and like when he was running for attorney general of Oklahoma he took like in four or five years like over 200 grand from fossil fuel lobbies for his, for like, you know, soft money. Yeah. And one of the years that he still took money from them, he was running unopposed. So he was just like super corrupt, super anti-environment. And this is the guy who's in charge of the EPA when Trump goes ahead and, you know, it was wild, bro. Yeah. He's just like, yeah, y'all get it. Fucking go nuts up there. Like we don't need to, we don't need to look environmental studies. Like that's for, that's for pussies, pussies. Yeah, <laughs> we don't need to from them tree hugging liberal Democrats. We don't need to do any of that pussy shit. Yeah, so, like, so, you know, pussy. <laughs> but it's uh, it's 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 funny. Biden's just like, oh, mm-mm. I thought it was also interesting. Later in the article, they talk about how the uh, the Alaskan, uh, I guess the whoever's like purveying this land or mm-hmm. who's in charge of this land, who's in charge of signing the leases, they made all these deals with these oil companies on January 6th. And then they kept it a secret until they didn't announce it publicly until January 19th, like literally Trump's last day in office. And then a day later, Biden's like, Oh no. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He's just like, nah, you like, you go sit down with Bobby. Yeah. Yeah. You sit by old Joe. You gotta get up pretty early in the morning (laughs) to slip one by sleepy Joe. (laughs) Guess what? It grows the economy. He's like, benefits everybody. I ain't asleep. Hurts nobody. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He doesn't give a fuck. He's just like, oh, all that dumb shit. Mm-mm. Y'all gonna have to actually do a little science. Yeah. Like, how about you do a little study and, you know, you don't we do like, some real work. They're like, we want to do it. But if we if we do that, then you're going to tell us we can't do it. It's like, yeah, I know, dummy. <laughs> yeah. You should have done it before. What do you think? You thought Trump was forever. Yeah. 
You thought Trump was forever, didn't you? It, it was, felt like it was going to be forever. It was crazy how he assembled his super team of like baddies. <laughs> he was like the anti-Captain Planet, and like this, the, the head of the EPA was like the the pig face man from the show. <laughs> they were just like, <laughs> like just was like drill and dump the dump the oil into the the, the natives river. Sli- true a true slop hog. Yeah, yeah, he's a true slop hog. Scott Pruitt, true a slop hog. He even looks like a little piggy man. <laughs> He's got them eyes of a pig. <laughs> the beady eyes of a pig man. He's like, yes, crack open the earth in Alaska. Fuck the bears and the owls and the Native Americans. I consider them all the same thing. I'll stop proving it. He's like, it's all filth. <laughs> filth to a pig god. <laughs> Bleed the earth for fuel. <laughs> He was just, the perfect in everywhere. <laughs> just get straight Mad Max on it, but yeah, he, yeah, it's 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 nuts when the debate always it, it opens up on this, and and you know I go into those those little comment threads on the local news site sometimes, and they're just like, well, here's five dollars fucking gas, yeah. <laughs> and five fucking gallon. I'm like, did you even hear any of the bits about? The wildlife there, or the fact that they didn't do proper surveying, yeah, about the damages that could be caused. To the like area. also, this is like federally protected land. It's like you know that if you go, if you leave your fucking double wide, <laughs> and you hitch hitch your wagon up, and you guys take a little trip to a national park, you'll be like, oh my god, the majesty. Yeah, especially Alaska. Yeah, it would be it blow your mind, and you would come back and be like, we should protect the environment. Like no shit, dummy. Yeah, we were all able to make that leap without having to get sent all the way out there. Literally, I understand that all it takes is just understanding that wildlife is important, <laughs> and that like also the the amount of revenue like from for these companies that it's this is going to generate this like cracking into wildlife refuges in Alaska, like the last big frontier of like untouched wildlife terrain in mm. in america it was like they're like it'll be like a billion dollars over 10 years and they're like oh are you sure and they're like yeah. i mean like pretty sure and they're like you know sounds super sure and they're like well i mean like we really fucking want to do it okay like so this is a lot of money and we promised them we, we promised those we, the oil companies prom- when they gave us the money <laughs> yeah so they yeah, so they might want some of my money back that i have and they might not help me now. <laughs> Scott Pruitt was just like, and I, they let me live in a condo in D.C. Yeah. And then, I, you know, when I got that job at the EPA, that was pretty cool because I could, like, raise up my my aid salaries through, like, a weird little archaic law by, like, a lot of money. So they were, I was paying my nephew. I was paying my cousin. Yeah, it's my nephew. It was good. You know, it's my kids. It's my nephew. <laughs> and it's Steve Harvey in the morning. It's Steve Harvey in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> he was, pulls off his mask. Scott Pruitt pulls off his mad at Steve Harvey the whole time. I'd be like, Steve Harvey, you son of a bitch. I always knew you were dirty. I knew something was dirty about you. Yeah. Besides the whole misogyny thing. You know, you know misogyny, uh, you know, was, uh, terrible fundamentals Christian views. Yeah, and, you know, yeah, yeah, all, all, that, that, all shit. that shit, all that shit, all that shit. But like, but also this, even more. Even more. It's never be on the feed. It's like, also like, y'all know we on the cusp of like, you know, tearing up the planet to where humans can't be on here anymore, right? Yeah. Like, I, you know, we we almost there. It's it's crazy to me that this always becomes like, well, you're either a completely impractical, like, tree hugger or you're down to kill polar bears and fuck up national parks. Yeah. Like, there's so much middle ground before that. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I super understand that we are not technically right now at a point where we can abandon all fossil fuels no, and power our cities not. and cars. That we need them, but you need to be judicious about it, thorough. Mm-hmm. It needs to be, you know, vetted and studied and be like, well, this is the minimal amount of harm for the most amount of reward for people. Yeah. And are there any alternatives that we can use to avoid drilling in the first place? Yeah. Fracking or whatever have whatever have yeah. you. And that um, research is is more important very than, much more important than signing a quick lease for some profit because like yeah i feel like what never really gets considered or like what's just kind of blown by in the name of like capitalism and the american dream is like these people do need to be checked like all the time these oil like oil companies are oil executives have got to be some of the greediest people <laughs> they literally bleed yeah. the planet for fuel which like yes we need but like 
it's so lucrative and of course they want to get every single drop of oil out that they can especially from america where they don't have to pay these fucking tariffs and import Mm -hmm. it like there's they they just there's no reason for them because they have gone full like Fuck everybody. Fuck everybody. Fuck the world. Just profit. Just money. As much money as I can get for me. No doubt. Like, they need to be checked. And that's the whole purpose of an EPA. Of an EPA. Of these environmental laws who just like, it's like, hey, real quick, before we just let you get this land, let's see. Let's do some research and let's, you know, get some some data on how it's going to affect the land and whether or not it's worth it for you to do, for you to tear up (laughs) this part of this land, like this, these tracts of land, as opposed to maybe investing in some alternative energy solutions. Like, how's it going to work out? Five dollars a gallon. Thanks, Biden. Thank you, Biden. It's because of Biden. Joe Biden. (laughs) Nothing's even happened. (laughs) yeah nothing's happened like colonial pipeline had that ransomware attack tell you what biden really screwed the pooch this time yeah like you think dark side is joe biden like they all know each other like who's they democrats it's like wasn't dark side russian (laughs) well that's what i would the same thing so you still that 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 cnn bubble (laughs) Wake up, brother. Wake up, sheep. <laughs> Wake up, little sheeple. I'm a real juggalo. <laughs> All conservatives should just be jugglers. Whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop. Go Donald Trump. I'd accept them way more. I would, too. If they just wore juggalo face paint? Yeah. I if, like you're like, if you're a big Trumpian, wear a juggalo face paint, because you're already a fucking clown. <laughs> oh, scary. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm starting to get a little derivative. <laughs> I think we'll wrap up there. Anyway, fuck Scott Pruitt. Big ups to <laughs> big, big ups up, to Biden. Big ups to Biden. Blake, I'm sure you're real mad. <laughs> <laughs> Die mad, you salty bitch. <laughs> I was starving to say that. Anyway, thanks for listening. Check us out on Patreon at patreon.com slash tapsnaps. And if you know you're at work and you got seven hours to go, hit up that cult of classics. Check it out. There's some dope shit in there. My name is Liam. 